What's up, Pats Nation? Michael Lake is here coming back at you. Another episode of the Pats Tailgate Party Podcast. I believe this is episode eight. Andrew, did I get that right? Episode eight? I don't I can't who's ca- remember. Who's counting? I'm going to ask you that every show. So just be, just be prepared with who's counting. That's all you got to say. It's ep- 17, something like that. No, nah, it's episode eight. Episode eight, we're back. Three of us are here. Myself, Michael Lakis, Andrew Lakis, Doug Lakis. We don't have Mike Davis today. He had to, he had something come up for work. So he wanted, he said it was going to be awesome though. I was excited to listen and, and he'll be back next week. So excited, uh, excited to have him as a, as a staple now to the show. Uh, Andrew, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I hate we don't have Mike this week, but we, we still need some more folks out there. I know. To, to join in. I don't know what we're, uh, we're going to have to give out some gift cards to raffle or something do something remember by the way dad before i pop it to you remember this is just fans perspective hot takes having fun talking about the patriots right there's no uh we're certainly not experts uh and there's no need to be an expert if you got if you got a, a computer or a phone dad you do it from your phone right that's right so you got a phone and some headphones that's all you need man and, and a mouth and you can talk and that's it uh dad, yeah, everybody needs to join in yeah come man come on man come come join the tailgate party dad how you doing today man I'm doing well, Mike. Hope you guys are well. Oh, yeah, doing very well. And by the way, this is a little bit of a different time for us today. It's probably why my got some rings under the old eyes there, because it's a morning show for us. Morning tailgate, early game. Uh, it feels like a college tailgate, like we were talking earlier about when we used to tailgate at the NC State games, the early ones. That's what it feels like today. But we're happy to be here. And by the way, uh, it's early in the week, a little bit earlier than what we normally have, but the news cycle is just going absolutely crazy right now in general in the NFL, but also for the Patriots. But before we jump into the news cycle, let's get into the game on Sunday. And if I'm not mistaken, you guys who live in the Carolinas were at the game. Is that right? Do I have that right? We sure were. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so just quick takeaways. Look, Patriots win 24 to six. I'm just going to, I'm going to call it out there. I uh, told, you, told you last week that it would go under and the Patriots would blow them out and you guys would be hopefully sitting in the lower bowl with all the other Patriots fans by, uh, by the end of the game. I don't know. I think I said 31 to 6 would be the – so I was off by a touchdown. But You're uh, there. You're right at it. right at That's it. That's right. It's right at it. It's too bad I didn't bet the game. Uh, <laughs> I, nailed, I think I might have nailed the 24 part, but I, I was think off so. by 11 on 17. Well, I'm glad we nailed something on Sunday. So before we, I mean, I guess backtrack for a minute. That was the ugliest Sunday of football I think I've seen in a long. I'm glad you guys were at one of the good games because yeah, I didn't watch any. The only football I watched all day was Patriots game. Good because it was it was brutal. Yeah, yeah. It I was, was watching the scoreboard in the stadium. Oh, <laughs> and brutal. It was nine to when the Bills game came up nine to six. I still out of seat. Oh well, I'll tell you what. Give one of those and one of these for that game. Because that was huge. Listen, it ruined every survivor I had. Uh, probably same to, to every, a lot of people out there, but I'll take it. You know, one game back. Patriots one game back after that with the Bills debacle uh, against Jacksonville. I mean, it was just a weird day of football. Like, it's just yeah. like, like literally like take your hands, wash them off, move on to the next Sunday. But you guys were at, at, at the good one. So uh, how was it in there? How was the atmosphere in there? Uh, uh, just to back up for a second, it wasn't pretty in there either. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> it just happened to be in person. So maybe you could, you know, you could stomach it a little bit more, but, uh, it was great. Good atmosphere. I mean, I don't know. What do you think dad? 50, 60%, uh, Patriots fans. Uh, I mean, 
when we before we went in and we were walking around Charlotte before the game, I said to Andrew, "This is Foxborough South." Uh-oh. I mean, it was. It yeah, but was, that's a bit. I've all. I was, it is. It's misleading because once you yeah. get in the stadium, you don't see all those. Well, people. it's not. It's not only that, but like, um, if fans are traveling to the game from other right. places, right. and Charlotte's probably a decent place if you're a Patriots oh, yeah. fan to fly into and go to a game because you can fly sure. in cheaply and get cheap ticket. You know, those folks are staying in hotels downtown, so you're gonna right. see them around earlier. If you're if you're the average Panthers fan, you might tailgate or you might just come in for the game at right. eleven thirty right. or twelve. So I I thought it it did. Dad's right. I mean, early on around the stadium, it was like Patriots fans everywhere. In the stadium, it was probably about fifty fifty. All right. Well that's uh, but I will I'll shout out to the to the Panthers just for a second. I think their game day presentation is really awesome, to be honest, in the stadium. Yeah, I agree. What'd you What'd you like about it? Uh, just the atmosphere. They create a very uh, yeah. You guys see exciting at- atmosphere. Did they have the uh, animatronic panther? Yeah. Oh man, they I, sure did. That thing that was wild. Yeah, that thing's crazy. That <laughs> yeah, thing's crazy. CGI panther. They've got a good DJ, so the music's pretty good. I think and timely. Damn. DJ, it sounds like you're at a Cowboys game. There's DJ up up at the top yeah. of the Cowboys game. Yeah, I think that's kind of similar, probably. Right. Well, I, I think, think the, they just do a good job. It's you know, Pan- you Panther roar Pan- when they get first down. The Panthers played like the Cowboys on Sunday. Yeah, oh, they sure did. I watched that game too. That was ooh. <laughs> let me let me tell you what. So you know, uh, just funny story. So when the Patriots and Cowboys play at the same time. I either watch the game on my phone or Addie, we go in other rooms or whatever because she's watching the Cowboys. I'm watching the Patriots. Well, this game, we kind of recorded the Cowboys. I watched the Patriots like on the TV and that was the fastest Cowboys game we've ever watched because there was a lot of fast forwarding going on uh, by my wife. She had the <laughs> remote and she's just fast forwarding through that thing. It was awful. Um, yeah. It was not good. Uh, I'll tell you what, as a fan experience, I, I wonder if anyone else has had this out here because I think about it all the time. Uh, like when we'll, you know, be a Bruins playoff game or a Celtics playoff game or something I've worked and I can't watch it and record it. And I said, you know, we always do the text to each other. Hey guys, don't, don't te- leave me off the chain tonight. I won't, right. I'm not going to be able to catch up. I'll let you know. And I always am like, should there be, should there be some rules uh, to the game here of like, if it's a horrible game or a loss by X amount that one of you just saves me the misery and just texts me and say, don't watch that game. Just my to Mike's point, do this and be ready for the next one. Cause there's nothing worse oh. than like recording, getting home, like, you know, watching it from like 10 to 12 30, and then being like, why did I just spend two and a half hours of my life? But you don't want to like no, it's tough. That's tip a, them off. I mean, a, yeah. It's a tough scene, man. I like I don't know. Like that's a that's a tough, tough I really see. think you have to have a scale of like it's like a scale I mean, it's, thing. It's, it's got to be like bad. Horrible game. Yeah. It's not worth your time. Means, you know, either blowout loss or they were never in it. But you don't want to tell somebody not to watch it if they lose because it might have been a great game. That's and what and you don't, and you also don't want to subliminally let them know that they won, right? Because you don't want right. to be like, well, yeah. I don't tell you not to watch it. But I think about this all the time because I'm like, there have been a few times where I'm like, you know, I didn't really need to watch the Bruins lose five to one in a playoff game. I could have just had that time in my life back. That's a, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I mean, that's, I, I'm, I, I think I'm in the camp of like, just don't tell me like, I, you know, and here's the reality. If it's four to nothing, let's go to the Bruins. If it's four to nothing in the first, I'm going to fast forward anyway. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to sit there and watch a bloodbath. So like, I'm going to move pretty quick. Uh, so that, that to me, that's why I'm like, no, just, just, 
you know, I just want to, I want to, so here's the other thing. And maybe this is, maybe this, you know, maybe I should get this checked out. But like, the other thing is I just like the anticipation of the game. Like, I I don't want to know anything. I want, like, I want a clean slate of like, there's a chance and I don't know. It's already happened. I know it's already happened, but like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'm anticipating this game. So I think that's just like, you know, I don't, and I don't disagree with that. I think I lean that way. I, I might want a mercy rule is what I'm, is what I'm suggesting. Like I tell life's short and I don't have a lot of time. Um, well, you know, as long as we can fit, as long as well, we, we can, we can right give you parameters, we can, we can give you the mercy rule, Andrew, and we won't tell Mike. So. Yeah, there you go. That's right. There you go. Dad, I, I, it'll be, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll lay out the parameters and you just, you know, it, it triggers just, the mercy rule. I'll stay right in them. I mean, I think it depends That's on the, great. I think it depends on the sport too. Cause like, all right. So in like baseball, like when you're, when you're getting slaughtered in baseball, like, I mean, like when, you know, it's some of the, like some of the, unfortunately, some of those Astros games, like where it was just like on both sides, like if you're an Astros fan after two grand slams, I mean, there's no reason to watch that. Like that's just, it's just bad. Football is weird because it can, it can swing so yeah. fast. Like football is hard I, because, you know, I mean, think about the 28, I mean, right? look, look, I'm sure a lot of, you know, our 36 listeners are also Red Sox fans, but the, you doubled I mean, baseball, since last week. Base, by the way. Baseball's uh, baseball's almost unwatchable. Like I love the oh, playoffs man. and and I and I love going to a game and and this Red Sox team was fun to root for, but it just is slow and it takes too dang long. And like that, honestly, I, it's all you need to know. I mean, we were up what two one in the series, two uh, two, and then the next couple games, five and six, I had to coach little league fall baseball, and I didn't record it. I didn't pay attention to it on my phone. And then I'd get in yourself a favor. That's the definition. Two hours later. And Mike and I, you know, because I wasn't recording, I didn't care. So I'd catch up and I'd be like, well, thank God I didn't waste my time on that. Well, so that's a couple of things. So that's the definition of irony, by the way, you, you didn't want to watch, you know, you're like, oh, these games are bad. And then you were, you were coaching baseball, which is just awesome. Uh, And then dad, you might want to have a little faster at the youth level. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And then dad, you may want to have, I think dad wants to have a word there about baseball being unwatchable. I think there might be a generational difference here. Uh, Oh, I, I, baseball used to be a great product. It's not anymore. I, it just takes forever. Like Andrew said, it takes forever. I mean, there's no reason I have a four and a half hour baseball game. Well, the other, well, here's the problem. So first of all, on your first uh, comment there, it's the greatest game to go to in person, in my opinion. Like I love going to baseball games probably more than anything. Like just, just sitting there and having a beer and some, some peanuts or whatever. And like, just enjoy, even as minor league, right? Like, you know, I'd play some cheap seats, yeah. you know what I mean? A little Alabama in the background. Like that's just, there's, it's great. Right. Like I love that. But to your point as a product on TV, it, it can get a little, it can get a little tedious. And the, I think the, the, uh, I think the reality is baseball used to have a lot of movement. Like you you see small ball and, and, and uh, you know, laying down bunts and moving people over and like a strategy. Now it's like, get up to the plate and, 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 and just take the biggest cuts you can strike out. And like, part. I find that entertaining. Oh, all right. It's, it's more the fact that you got, you know, like on average, like 16 pitcher changes a game. And it's like, you bring in one guy to pitch one guy and then, Another guy coming out and you got a mound visit in between. And the next thing you know, the seventh <laughs> inning takes 42 well, minutes. Well, you know, in minor league baseball, they have it's a- already on the East coast. Whoa. It's already 10, 10 45. And I'm like, 
I didn't need a 42 uh, well, in the seventh inning. I needed that game to end in a reasonable hour. If it started at seven, it well, should be done by 10. Hence, hence why a lot of young people are not interested in baseball because they're not getting the instant gratification of, of right now. And and it's taken forever. Oh yeah, the well, game, the a game takes forever. It does. Well, you know, so it's dying. Sports dying. So there's it'll it won't last. So there's a couple things. Minor league baseball also has a pitch clock, and major league baseball doesn't. Like if you ever been to a minor league game, there's a clock, and the pitcher has to throw a pitch. Now I don't know how much they enforce it, but there's a pitch clock, so that helps. The other thing is, uh, you know. I, well, let me back up. I said baseball is the best sport to go to in person. Hockey may be the best sport to go to in person. Uh, like hockey, the atmosphere in the hockey in an arena during a hockey game and just being there is, is pretty awesome. So I don't know how we just spent 10 minutes on baseball and, and, uh, and here we are. You know. uh, but let's get back to Sunday. We are a fan pod, fan experience podcast. So we are talking yeah. about things that probably most folks can relate to. If not, That's right. we're sorry. Uh, um, luckily you have a fast forward button on your podcast. Yeah. You so, can go two uh, X if you want. You can listen like to us. a four Oh, four Oh Bruins. Yeah. Life. You just speed right through. Yeah. You can uh, go two X if you want. When you listen to us, Andrew doubled the listenership to this week. So we have 36 listeners instead of 18. Great. So come on. We need to, we, we need to get some more. Uh, right. and by the way, speaking of hockey, I should just call it out. Cause it's, I'm wearing it. This is uh this hat here. Skettlemeyer, Skettlemeyer. Wow. Sorry, Derek. Settlemeyer skate sharpening. Uh, Derek Settlemeyer. <laughs> he was the, uh, uh, he was the the equipment manager, head equipment manager for the Flyers for 20 years, and I've uh, known him a long time, family friend. So if you need your skates sharpened, head over there. Uh, he's got a great website. He's got a great podcast, too, Nasty Knuckles. It's a Flyers podcast. I know we probably got a lot of Bruins fans here, but you should listen to it. It's really good stuff. Um, so uh, and, and back to the Patriots. So uh, we talked about the game, 24 to 6. Um, I mean, man, it was good to see. In my here, Here's my key takeaway. I knew Darnold was going to struggle and I knew the Panthers offense was going to struggle, but this year and last year, even when you know a team, well, I guess other than like the chargers game last year, but in general, like you're just waiting for, for like, I haven't, it felt good to see a dominant defensive performance, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like it felt good to yeah. be like, all right, like I feel good about the defense, yeah. you know? And like, J.C. Jackson's pick six. I mean, hi, uh, uh, Jamie Collins' interception. I mean, that's unbelievable, the fact that he caught that pass. I mean, it's just unreal, right? And you guys were there to see it in person. Um, but there was just some great defensive plays, and that, for me, was the biggest takeaway. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I mean, I think the defense is getting, getting better by the week. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see when they play a team that has a more complete offense. I mean, I think the the yeah. teams they've, they've dominated the last three weeks have either run or throw, but don't do both very well. Um, I, you know, my hot take though. Um, Uh-oh. Oh boy. Hot, I really take hope this, hot take alert. Yeah. Maybe this can take us up to 72 or a hundred listeners. Cause if, if you, if you tease this on the Boston sports journal um, chat section, yeah, people yeah. will lose their minds. Um, Sounds good. I, I love Mac. I think he's the quarterback of the future. I think on the show I've named multiple times that we've we're on to something here. I do think he's plateaued. Uh, and Greg Bedard talked about this a little bit this week in this podcast. Um, and if you look at this year's team at five and four with a lot of optimism, hope versus last year's team with Cam Newton, a quarterback, 
The difference ain't Mac Jones and Cam Newton, folks. Wake up. It's that we can stop the run. We have stopped the run for three weeks, which means the other team can't just do whatever it wants to. And I know this was a back and forth and everybody loves to, you know, crap on Cam. And I'm not saying Cam was the answer, but Mac isn't doing a whole lot more right now than Cam was doing last year. He throws nine or 10 good passes a game that are scripted by Josh McDaniels. Every once in a while, he fits it in a tight window and the rest of it is run, run, run and trickery. And honestly, he's thrown an interception in the last few games. It just, people got to, I just, I named that to say, I'm not asking to bring Cam back. I'm not saying we did Cam wrong. I think it actually worked out beautifully. But if you're a real fan of football and you think about last year's team and this year's team, the difference is not the quarterback. The difference is that we stop the run and actually have an NFL front seven. Can which, I, go, which, ahead, you go, go ahead, Mike, go ahead. No, I was, I was going to, I was going to give an, an opposite slightly opposite take. So go for it. My thought that I agree with you that he's, I think there's some plateau there. I think that, um, I mean, that, that interception to Gilmore was just outrageous. It's awful. Um, awful. And he had one in Houston I, where I was in the, at the Houston game. He had one there that was awful. Uh, and it, you know, it was, that. it was bad. Um, but worse in person. Uh, Although they said that one, by the way, was Aguilar not running the right route. Well, that's not a surprise. We'll get to we'll get to a possible receiver that hopefully signs with the Patriots today here in a minute and talk about Aguilar. A bum. Uh, so, uh, so here here's the here's the thing. I love Cam. I you know we're the, I mean literally you're you got three of the we were the three I think on Boston Sports Journal. By the way, if you haven't gone there, go to Boston Sports Journal and check it out. Uh, it's the best Pat's coverage there is. But we were the three people in the the chat. Pat Sox, Celts, Bruce, Winter Coats is Andrew. D. Lakis is is Doug, and we were talking. We were getting lambasted last year talking talking Cam up and, and not blaming him. That that I guess this is this kind of goes what you're saying, but there's some throws that Mac makes, and I know he's plateaued, and he's a rookie. He's going to plateau. That Cam Cam doesn't make like the throw to Henry putting that where you need to put it on the, you know, on the touchdown. Yeah, I would have missed the target probably. Yeah. I don't think Cam makes that throw that, that, uh, wheel route to Bolden. Cam doesn't make that throw. I uh, can't make you no. last year. I mean, you this is so? where people, yeah, people, I, I, I mean, I look, spent a lot of time thinking about psychology and neuroscience. Like nobody's gonna be able to hear and this. And this is an interesting, we're going a lot of different places. Well, Cause today. Cam was it. a convenient, Cam was a convenient scapegoat and people made up their mind that Cam bouncing a few in the turf was Cam all the time. Yeah. And I, and I've, I've been through this in the chat. We don't need to relive it. Uh, it, it just, if you look at this team right now, the difference is that they can stop the run and they have an actual NFL front seven. I agree. Like it, oh, what- the quarterback well, you, play hasn't actually been that good. Maybe I used Cam as a red herring to get some energy and excitement. And, hey, look over here. The reality is Mac needs to get a whole lot better if we're going to have the optimism yeah. that I'm seeing this week. Like, you know, this team might have arrived. They're going to the well, playoffs. They could make a run. Mac's going to have to get a whole lot better over the second half of the season. Or or they're, they're just not going to be able to beat the good teams. Yeah. That's well, going to be the problem. I have two schools. I have two points to make on that. The, those things, Andrew, and they're good points. First of all, stopping a run is Andrew's. You're in absolutely right because it puts a team in second and long, third and long. Right. 
it makes it easier to play pass defense because now they can't play action pass you, which is what the flip that over. It's what the Patriots are doing now. They're running the ball on a regular basis successfully. O-line's gotten something a little bit better. Now they can play action. And, and most of their stuff when Mac is successful is coming off of the play action right. look. So those two things go hand in hand. Defensively, the front seven stopping the run. Offensively, running the ball. So, right. And this is the way the Patriots are going to win. I mean, if anybody's, you know, on the chat is looking for the Patriots to score 50, uh, seven touchdown passes. It's not, it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. So, so the way they're winning, they're winning ugly, even the game Sunday. And I think Andrew would agree. Even though the Patriots dominated the game, I never felt like it was a dominant performance. I mean, it, it was, they were down three to nothing. It was seven to three. Then it was seven to six. Then it was 14 to six. And, and, and that was in the second half. Panthers, Panthers in the red zone. Yeah. They're driving. And, and um, Darnold decided to throw it to a team in the other color jersey. Not that, the, not that the guy wasn't wide open. The tight end was wide open. Right. He made a bad throw. Yep. And that's the reason it was 21 uh, to Barmore, six. Well, to the Barmore point. is a real Barmore, deal now. I'm well, telling you. And that, that's part of why the front seven's working right, right. now is that Judon and Barmore and even Carl Davis at the nose tackle are actually disrupting the right. offense. I mean, I, I, I guess maybe that's that's my broader point is the offense still needs to get better. I mean, they, they that yeah. game could have been a true blowout on Sunday. Sure. The Panthers sure. could not move the ball. They were all out of sorts. Darnold was seeing ghosts again. And the offense, honestly, wasn't very good. I mean, well, got, but it, like, here's what I'd say is I watched last season. I know what it looks like to have a quarterback have no feel for the pocket and that somebody's coming behind him and get crushed and fumble the ball. I watched it a bunch. Love Cam, mm -hmm. but I watched it way too much. Right. I also know what it looks like to throw that ball to Stefan Gilmore and sure Jacoby could have fought a little harder on the route, but like, don't throw that ball. <laughs> that route's not open. And by the way, you didn't place it. He right. knows you that guy, by the way. So it's anyway, just, it's just like, we just but, need to revisit expectations here, but but there's a bigger issue. I'm not get too, too excited. There's a bigger issue offensively other than X's and O's pre-snap penalties are absolutely. Oh, they got to stop. Okay? Oh, they're awful. I mean, you can, to Andrew's point, they're not good enough to go behind the chains on first down four times in the first quarter. I'm gonna, I mean, no, I, I'm, I, I agree with you. I'm uh, y'all, y'all are throwing a wet blanket on, on, on my, uh, my hot take. I, you already <laughs> threw it on. No, you're, I haven't even given the hot take yet. And you're throwing the wet, cold blanket well, on give it. Throw the hot. Oh, I, I, I texted it to you on maybe Sunday it'll night. Smolder right through that blanket. Let's I see. texted it to you on Sunday afternoon. And you and I put it on Boston Sports Journal, and I got like multiple down likes. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. So I told you, and I think if they clean the penalties up, if they get, I'm praying right now that they sign OBJ. I might be the only, and there's a bunch bunch of Pats fans because I think Mac needs better weapons. I think that's part of the reason he's plateaued. I hope their running backs get healthy, but their defense, to your point, especially in the front seven, looks good. J.C. Jackson looks like a real deal cornerback, and they have the best coach in the NFL. And I agree with Ryan Clark. I think this team could go to the Super Bowl, and I think they are a nasty, I think Bedard said greasy type of team that gets greasy, ugly wins, which I love. 
And if, if, if in any way, I mean, this is a team that should be eight and one and in the one seed in the AFC, if it's not for a few plays, eight and one with the nonsense that we've seen out there. So if you have a team that's eight and one, if you go back and look, the only game that in my opinion that they lost was the saints. They got beat up by the saints. They had a chance still in the game, but they got beat up pretty bad by the saints. So you imagine they're eight and one they're in the driver's seat and, and teams have to come into January. And I know they're not, but teams have to come into Foxborough in cold weather and play against that team. There's no, there's no reason they can't go to the Super Bowl. So here's the thing. If they, if, and I, I'm a believer now, man, Andrew, I was struggling weeks ago when I told you to find me all these wins. Now I'm looking right now at their schedule right now, the Browns, that's a complete, more complete offense. They got, I mean, if, you know, take away Chubb if he plays. He's got COVID right now, but if he plays, make Baker beat you is how you beat the Browns, right? Okay. The Falcons, get out of here, man. Get out of here with the Falcons. The the Titans, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, it's at home, though, and there's no Derrick Henry, which makes it easier, right? But they're still a good team. You're going to have to cover a couple guys that are really good. Julio probably won't play, though. Uh, the Bills, so you got the Bills twice. That's going to be tough, right? But they just puked themselves against the Jaguars, so they're beatable. The Colts. The Jaguars and the Dolphins. There's no reason this team can't can't win out or, or get close to winning out. And if they do that, you're talking about a 13 and four, 12 and five team. They win one game, go to the listen. They win one game, get a home game uh, in the divisional round or in the in the championship game, and boom. And then look, if you're in the championship game, hey, I just oh one, you didn't think they were going to Pittsburgh and win? Yeah, well, but this is part of the problem. <laughs> Is that you know to get back to that cycle? By the way, hold, hold on. By the way, just for that, for this, now you need that for that take right there. That's right, Super Bowl bound. Hey, by the way, Mike, you had five down thumbs, but you had four after yesterday because I I turned. Yeah, one the there it is. <laughs> love it. I just Look, watch. I mean, man. I I love the. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, what what? Yeah, I'm not trying to uh, smother your take here. Nah, with, go for with, it. Blanket reason. I, no, I mean, I think. Um, I think it's just a calibrating of expectations. I mean, you look through four weeks ago when you were, I think it was the Cowboys game. You were ready to throw the season. Oh, in the calibrating trash. Expe- I- Hold on. Calibrating expectations. Not exactly my strong suit. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. Continue uh, though. Continue. So, I mean, I'm the one that said, Hey, they can still make playoffs. Like I think this is still a playoff team. They've been in these games. <laughs> I like the like, emotional oh, roller coaster. Show me how. And, I, and then I told you, I think 10 and seven probably still makes playoffs in the AFC. That take actually looks better by the week. Great. Um, I nailed that. Here's, here's what, I mean, I, I think this, who knows what the ceiling is for this team. Like I, I, I don't, I don't think the optimism is wrong. I just think no rookies ever taken a team. No rookie quarterbacks ever taken team Super Bowl. Okay. Doesn't mean this can't be the first time. No, you know, nobody had come back from three Oh and we saw the Kevin Millar 28 to three too. Uh, uh, but no, I, I just I think realistically, Cowboy um, this team is, you know, they got to beat some good teams before we should be jumping to like Super Bowl talk. Uh, like, come on, like they no, they it it. We gotta nothing, get we gotta get don't, Dad's don't, opinion here because you and I are going back away, and forth. It, yeah, don't take anything away from a three game winning streak. That's real in the NFL. Every win counts. Like you don't take anything for granted. Just ask the Bills. Um, but I I need to you know the. I'm still in the 10 and seven range of like, they make the playoffs. They might be a pain in somebody's side. I don't know that I'm ready for this team to, to well, be the Oh one Patriots. I think realistically 10 and seven, 11 and six probably fits more. Um, 
into what we're talking about. I, I just think my only concern is that their margin for error offensively is just yeah. so small. That's still so problem. small. I mean, I, that's what I work. You know, well, the they got to generate turnovers and get the ball in short field, which is which, what Bedard which, said. Which for in the time. last three days, the last three games, they've done. And yeah. in, in, in fairness, they have to play their schedule. I mean, these yeah. three games were coming, and they couldn't have come at a better time. Um, well, the Chargers are complete. Or, or, or Chargers offense is good. And they held the Chargers win. offense to twenty. That's, no, but that's in that's in Chargers. L.A. But Char- we talked about this last week. Chargers can't run the ball. So you still right. have a one-dimensional one offense. All right, fair I enough. I need them to beat a two-dimensional offense. Well, who's that? The Titans? Yeah. Is that the, is that the so. team even without Henry? Uh, I mean, the Bills. The, Bill, the Bills are your litmus test. If they can well, The Bills can't the run Bills, the ball either. Well, they can with Josh oh, Allen. They don't run the yeah, ball. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, quarterback right. Runs, yeah, you're right. You're right. Herbert doesn't run. I, I think, um, yeah, if they beat the Bills, split with the Bills, beat the Bills twice, split with the Bills, but are competitive in both, like then, okay, Which, okay talk to me. By the way, but like I, I, I w- we need to see that before I'm ready to like coronate this team as a real contender. I will say, and I know we don't like to go back, but I will say they they competed well against two of the better teams in the league. The, Tampa Bay and Dallas. I know they did. And you can, and you can say what you want about Dallas and Dallas blew them out. And the score should have been this and that and the other. At the end of the day, the Patriots had a chance to win. They, oh, and, they had, and, I mean, they should have won. And technically speaking, they should have beat the Buccaneers. So, so they've shown that they can play with these better teams, but again, the margin for error in those games right. cost them the games. Yeah. So, so let me, let me, yeah. by the way, but I want to move on to a couple of things. We got about 10 minutes left. Um, the, what a weird schedule. The bills twice in three weeks. Who made that? Like that is bizarro world. Like I, I forgot when I saw like it, that I happens in the, AFC. in December, well, that happens in the AFC North all the time, right? Like the yeah. Steelers play the Ravens, yeah. and then you're like, wait, didn't the Steelers just play the Ravens? How are they playing yeah. again? Yeah, it's so, bizarre. We'll uh, bizarre. Uh, all right, so a couple couple topics. Uh, I, I really do want to get an OBJ, but before that, you guys were at the game. Uh, did Burns tap out on the Ken Shamrock ankle lock? No, I, I mean, I, <laughs> he had it. I'm a sham, right? Yeah, I think locked in. I mean, what I, happened I, there? I, I mean, what I happened the there? Re- it's I watched the replay. Mac, Max explanation is he thought he had the ball, so he was going to Yeah, Mac him. knew he didn't have the ball. Come on. Here's how I see this. He didn't want, he didn't want him to get the ball. Com- completely cynical take. Uh, Love it. Mac. You watch it in him when he makes a mistake, when something doesn't go right, when the <laughs> receivers didn't line up. I know exactly to, where you're going. He is your ultimate, like, reactionary, he, like, perfectionist. That's why like, I when love When it doesn't him. go right, ah, I love him. He got pissed that he fumbled the ball, and then he was sure. angry. And what I do we all it. do when we're angry and reactionary? We do something stupid. He shouldn't have done that to Burns. But nobody's going to come out now, Belichick, Mac, no. or anybody, and be like, you know, I'm, you know, and tell the truth, right? We, we, you know, we've already seen another quarterback in this league not tell the truth every last couple of weeks. Like this is not a truth telling league. The reality is, is like he shouldn't have done it. He'll learn from it. Hopefully, uh, I do think player safety matters. Sure, sure, sure. sure. I don't want that to be. His, I don't want that to be his reputation. No, right? like, of course, that's not. I didn't like. I didn't like the be. fact that Burns kicked. Uh, Stevenson. Ha- Stevenson. Was it Harris or Stevenson, Stevenson when he was down head. after? Yeah. No, that was bad. I mean, okay, but we're not, I don't want to get into all that, but I'm just saying the stuff happens. Um, He'll learn. By the way, yeah, yeah, 
Andrew, you're talking yes. about a quarterback lying. I thought you were going. I thought you were going back to Deflategate. <laughs> so that's oh, where no. I thought you I went. Mean, I don't really care about how much air is in your footballs. Uh, and you know, I just was talking about you know Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Yeah, but we only have seven minutes. So yeah, we'll leave that alone nope. today. Uh, um, all right. Other than it's just, I will say the irony of somebody spending an entire 17 year career trying to build a brand, a persona, to then make a dubious decision and have it all washed away. I mean. Yeah. You know, couldn't happen to a better guy. Yeah. Well, speaking of couldn't happen to a better guy, there's also something this did not happen in the Patriots game, but it did happen on Monday night uh, with the Tony Carreni situation. It couldn't happen to a better guy to get that taunting penalty. And that guy is Cassius Marsh, who was having a lot of fun on the field when he got that taunting penalty. More fun than he ever had in the Patriots locker room, it seems. That's right. Uh, And that was awesome. I just was, I know it was a horrible call, but it couldn't have happened to a better guy. I'm so other than the fact that it helped the Steelers win, which I did not want. Uh, no, I didn't want that at all, but it was great that it happened to that guy. Yeah. Well, once again, I thought yeah, it was Tony, Tony Curry, thought speaking of reactionary. I mean, come on, Tony. <laughs> I mean, Tony, you know, if the NFL is going to find Mac, they better find Tony too. Cause Tony did the, that's the exact same like hip play. Check. He got angry and he's holier than now. And then he oh. hip checked Marsh. And you then can't did the, do that. The By the way. Oh, I mean, he, left, <laughs> he did a Steph Curry on the flat. Oh, I mean, and it was so, it, yeah. Here, it's, I, you know what? Move. Listen, what I have, move. I've, this is, I'm not going to go back to these days. Cause it doesn't matter. But when I officiated basketball at NC State, I mean, there were some days you'd watch oh, some officials, oh, and, and 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 you see it in basketball. By the way, that's such a basketball official move where you're just like, I'm oh, coming yeah. after you, and I'm giving you one, and if you say one more thing, I'm tossing you out of the gym, to, and I'm gonna do it on I purpose. To, to Teddy Valentine, because I, I had to. I blinked twice. I thought I was looking at Teddy Valentine <laughs> on the NFL football exactly field. Right. Uh, oh, so bad. Oh, and, oh, and you're God. right. He he mugged him. Uh, he mugged him from the entire way. And the minute Tony, he bumped him. Oh, man. Tony should have been ego more concerned. Trip, man. Oh. Ego trip. And Tony he couldn't have called. Concerned Go ahead, about the miss, the miss rough in the passer call well, that he had earlier in the game. Well. And the, the phantom low block. Of which nothing happened. No, well, it's not. Yeah, it was not a good night. Uh, you know what's f- funny about that, Andrew? And <laughs> d- last thing on this, and then we'll talk about OBJ before we get out of here. But the funny part about that is that he couldn't have called the penalty fast enough either. I mean, a millisecond when the flag came out, he he had popped the mic on. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. it was, <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's just old school power trip. Let oh. me show you. On hell, on hell, Hernandez out there. I mean, that's Major League Baseball umpire stuff. I mean, yeah. that's just that's just that's just awful. Uh, all right, that's another that's another conversation. Let me show you how another, I can another another, another podcast. The uh, <laughs> the league culture and dynamics of the NBA versus the NFL. We'll have fun with that one. Oh, uh, absolutely. All right, but, so. Let's yeah, see. Uh, let's let's talk OBJ. We got five minutes, actually four and a half minutes left. So, um, all right. So, if as far as we know now, um, this is this is Tuesday morning. No, what is it? Wednesday morning. Uh, Odell clears waivers yesterday, which when knew he was going to know he was going to take that seven million dollar contract on. So it clears waivers, and it comes out that uh, the Patriots very interested. This is I think Evan Lazar said it. Uh, and Jeff, Jeff, Howe, I think said, it. um, that he's very, very, very interested. Uh, the Patriots, it's real. Like the interest is real. There's mutual interest on the other side, but I think the holdup is the quarterback, um, which is he wants a more established quarterback. So it looks like today it's from what I'm hearing, it's coming down to Packers Patriots. 
Odell loves wearing some ugly jerseys, man. If he goes to the Browns and the Packers, I mean, those are just hideous jerseys. I've just thought about this weird thing. I was like, come on, man. Patriots jerseys. I love love them both. The Packers jerseys and Browns? What? They're classic, man. I like the Packers I didn't say they weren't classic. I just said they're ugly. Uh, I think I think I think it's going to come down to the quarterback, and I think if it's Aaron Rodgers versus Mac Jones, I I don't think the Patriots are a clear favorite there. What about coaching? I think he wants to play for a good coach. Well, obviously that makes a big difference. And my the bigger point to me is that who will who will uh, design the passing game around? He wants to be number one. The Packers are not no do that. No, they have another guy. Who's the best receiver arguably in the league already? Correct. I don't know. Maybe two. Right. And 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 I think that is a big deal for Odell. You know, I mean, I. But again, who knows? What do you think, Andrew? Know. What do you want? What do you want to happen? <laughs> I know what I want. I want I'm good either way. Oh, I don't no, have I want, a strong preference. I'm ready, man. Let's go get Aguilar. I mean, get Aguilar out of there. If he's on board and and it works, it's great. I, you know, I guess what I'd say is the I I um I'd put the odds far higher that he's the next Ocho Cinco than oh. he is the next Randy Moss. Oh, hot take, um, hot take alert. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, Randy Moss, that was a once in a lifetime thing. I think Randy's just built. Well, he ain't Randy. He no. ain't Randy Moss. Well, no, Randy's just built. Well, they're both incredible athletes. Right. Probably two of the best athletes ever played the position. Randy just, Randy kind of had that that killer mentality, to be honest with you, that alpha mentality. And I just don't know that he yeah. ever had anybody bring it out of him the way Belichick yeah. did. I don't know and that. Brady. I mean, Odell's a great athlete. He's kind of of a different generation, man. I, I think Odell's me first guy. You know, I think he he wants the attention. Uh, let me ask, I don't let know me that ask Randy you. ever wanted the attention. To be honest, yeah, with you. he just wanted to win. He got the attention by catching a record amount of touchdown passes. Sure did. Brady. Yeah, but but let me ask you this about Odell: Does he fit? Not in the Patriots situation because Belichick and he would be fine. All the outside noise of boston and you know the demo the dynamic of boston and all of oh this boy stuff. man we got a minute and a half left i mean no, but I mean, <laughs> I mean but think about it now i mean cam i mean it yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. tough for a I guy like that. andrew andrew hit it on the head he's a different kind of cat yeah i think he'd be all right there i mean the nfl is short season too it's not like the nba you yeah. can live and you, you know these guys treat it like a four month like yeah. work trip and then they can live wherever they want. Miami, LA, Miami right. and LA. Like, I, I don't worry about that. I think he's fun. All right. Sure. Well, I want him. I hope they sign him today and I'm going to predict. I take him. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I just, I, I think the odds are, I, I put the odds on the fact he, it wouldn't work out. I'm going to predict they do. I'm going to predict they sign him today. Great. I hope you're That's right. All right. Rapid fire under a minute left. Give me a prediction for the game, and then we're out of here. We got uh, beat, Browns. Beat the Browns. Beat the Browns. Uh, I'll say 23-20. 23-20, Dad? 24-21, Pats. 24-21. Pats are minus one and a half under. 45 and a half. I'm going to say Pats win 2017. Low-scoring game. They make Baker struggle. All right. That was fun, I guys. Guess. Episode eight yep. in the books. We'll see you next week. Episode nine. Enjoy it, fellas. Go Have Pats. a good week. Later, buddy.